welcome to Her Unrealistic Ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways, to rely on energy, intuition, and manifesting as much as action, thinking, and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. Maybe you manifest down to the exact detail, like Penny, or maybe like me, the details and timing of your manifestations feel random and unpredictable. Learning the difference between being a specific and non-specific manifester changed everything for me. It's a part of your human design chart, and it enables you to step into a greater ease and flow with manifesting. In today's episode, I'm sharing a previous conversation I had with my friend, Emma, who is also my human design mentor. We riff about the difference between being a specific and non-specific manifester and how to flow with your style of manifesting to create greater results with more ease. Manifesting should maintain its magic after all. Given that you're setting goals or you're about to set goals for the new year, it seemed like the perfect time to share this wisdom to support you in manifesting all of your 2023 dreams. Hello, good morning. Well, it's still morning in San Diego. I am Molly Hamill. This is Emma Jensen, and we are talking to you today about your manifesting type, specific or non-specific. And as you know, like magnetizing and manifesting is something that I talk about a lot in our groups. And Emma here, my human design guru, like blew the lid off of a lot of confusion that I was experiencing related to manifesting and magnetizing. So I will give my little introduction and then we are going to kind of riff on all of the glory that she has to share. (laughs) I, oh my gosh, where to start? So, you know, we all have dreams and goals and I am a big believer in the energy side of things. So manifesting has always like been something that I've, you know, an energy that I've worked with and believed in. And so, you know, you see these people or you have friends and they're like, I want to manifest this money by this date and boom, it happens. And it never has happened that way for me. And I would say like, I want this money and I want this date and the money wouldn't come on the date, you know, and I'm just money's the example, but it could be, you can apply this to a relationship to like anything you want in life that you're magnetizing, manifesting. So I noticed a pattern with myself that the money in this example wouldn't come on the date that I said but like a lot more would come at a later date. And I was like, wow, something's off with my antenna because these people I know can magnetize this to the T. And so then it would put me like an energy of judging myself that I was like a bad manifester, or I would like start getting like obsessive about it, you know, cause you see all this stuff, like you have to be high vibe and you have to be aligned. And I won't even get into all that right now. But it would kind of like get me overanalyzing and overthinking and over-focusing on this thing that I was trying to create, which as we know, is the exact opposite energy that we want to have. It blocks us from the field of potentiality, field of possibility when we're like obsessing and managing and like doing all the things that I was just describing because we feel like we're doing it wrong. We're not as sophisticated of a manifester as somebody else. Or what I would do is I would kind of ignore what I was internally feeling and do what the experts were saying, like be super specific in your manifestation. That would be like, ah, like I would feel cringy inside. 
And for me, tapping more into like the feeling without the details would like feel better. But I kind of ignored my intuition around it because I was listening to these people that had evidence that maybe I was looking for. So Emma and I start working together and she tells me this whole, this little arrow that she's going to introduce to you, which is specific or non-specific. And it blew the lid off of everything for me because it was literally in black and white what I had been feeling and experiencing. And it validated so friggin' much for me. So I love riffing with her. I love, um, I love riffing with you on this subject. I'm excited to share this with anyone who sees because there's so many misconceptions and like so much, I don't want to say bad advice because people come from a good place when they're sharing what's work, what works for you. But the thing is we're all uniquely designed, which is the whole point of human design. And so our intention today is help to help you get closer in touch with your design, especially as it relates to this one little arrow related to specific or non-specific. So. <laughs> it's so good because, and this happens more than in more than just the manifestation area, but people give very like singularly focused advice of like, this is what works for me and therefore it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true as right. we have all found out in one way, shape or form yeah. in some way in our life of like, Ooh, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't actually work for me. And I do, I love this. I love the arrows and I love this arrow specifically because I'm also, I found out also that all the advice I'd ever heard about manifesting was working against how I actually am meant to do it. But if you pull up your chart, you'll see on either side of your head, these two arrows, the arrow we're going to talk about is the bottom right hand arrow. And depending on where you pull your chart, it might be a black arrow. It might be a yellow arrow. The color of the arrow doesn't matter, but we're talking about the bottom right hand arrow as you're looking at your chart. So what this arrow talks about is manifestation is one of the things it talks about. And so if your arrow is pointing to the right, or if it's pointing to the left, it means different things. And and Molly has talked about specific versus non-specific. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. So for this guy, if you have it pointing to the right, like Molly does, like I do, you're considered a non-specific manifester. Meaning if you have been told, like we have been told and heard and witnessed and all the things that in order for you to, to manifest, in order for you to call in the things that you want, you need to get super specific, right? You need to script your order to the universe because if you don't, how is it going to deliver, right? I've heard that told to me so many times. If you don't tell it what you want, then it won't actually bring it to you. And Which I'm like, makes me oh. laugh because it's so like, it's, it's such a reflection of the like old era way of like controlling everything. <laughs> totally. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I can get super detailed people. I can get super focused on stuff like, okay, let me write out exactly what I want. Okay, here, here it is. Bring it to me. And nothing would ever come through. Yeah. And then I got into the same place of like, well, what's wrong with me? I'm obviously doing it wrong because so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so are saying, this is how you do it. This is how you're supposed to do it. And look, they're doing it and they're getting all these amazing things and I'm doing it and it's not working. Enter this era that like also changed my life because that's not how we're meant to do it. If you're a non-specific manifester, if you get super detailed about what you want, what you want to call in, whether it has to do with a car or a house or money or whatever, like if you get super detailed about this is what, like, if you're wanting a car, right? 
and you say, okay, I want the car to be this make, this model, this color, have this many miles. I want to pay this much. It has these features. This is the color of the interior, all these things. Well, it's likely not going to come through or the wrong thing's going to keep coming through because you're meant to get specific in the feeling. So it's not about like, oh, I'm not supposed to get like clued in on anything. No, like, oh, you want a new car. Great. What does that new car bring to you? Yes. Okay. I was just going to jump in for a second and say like, don't, if I can feel your hearts breaking out there, the people that are listening, like what, Mm -hmm. like confusion, like I don't understand. And that's why I was just going to say, like, it's a feeling of what it feels like to be in your car more so than looking down and seeing the like color of it or whatever. It's like tapping into the magic of the feeling more so than every single detail. Exactly. So it's almost asking yourself, like what's under this desire? So if the desire is a new car, like why is it that you want a new car? Is it because it's going to bring you freedom and it's not going to break down and it's, it's going to bring you to all these different places? Or maybe, you know, it has all these extra features so that you can feel super safe anytime you leave your house, whether it's winter or summer, because it, it like you feel super safe and secure in this in this car. That's the feeling that you want to get tapped into. That's what you want to get specific on. And there's so many guided, veg- guided, guided visualizations. <laughs> I was going to say meditation and visual, and it just was all going to say meditation, which is not a thing. <laughs> so guided visualizations out there that ask you to get super detailed on what it is that you want to call in. It's fine for those of us that are non-specific to listen to those and to go through those guided meditations. It's a reminder that when you get those prompts of what are the specifics or like scripted or get like super detailed or whatever, that you get super detailed on that feeling. And maybe that feeling invokes images or images invoke the feeling. It's not about not seeing anything. It's about putting more credence in that feeling, in that essence of why you want the thing versus the actual thing itself. And yeah. And I, and I'll share an example, like, this is a specific example, but if, you know, those of you who are listening, if you're like, oh my God, I don't even know what this means. When I started playing with this, I remember one of the visualizations that I had was handing a big fat check to a charity that I really like. And so what did that mean? It meant that all of the other stuff fell into place in order for me to be able to do that. So that was like one of the things that I had for the financial goals that I had, because me being able to do that meant all else happened that was like on the list. Yeah. Everything else was taken care of and, and that was like, all this excess. Yes. The excess was there. Somewhere else. Yeah. So I love that. it's always like, there's an end point or like one time, another time was like having a meeting with my husband of like going over, like, which ones do we want to donate to? It was like the joy of being able to do that instead of focusing on the dollar amount that I wanted to make them. And it was like, just like opened everything up. Holy And it can also be, you know, instead of getting super detailed on like, you know, I want to make $10,000 this month or a hundred thousand dollars this month or whatever, if you're non-specific, it's about like, what does that money bring you? Right. Is it bring you safety of, or it brings you this yeah, safety and security of, I don't have to worry if I can afford something Mm -hmm. and that something might be healthcare. It might be something to like groceries, rent, whatever, could be a bag. <laughs> right. But it's, it's the, like, it's what, what is under it? So it's when you're non-specific, it's about going a little bit deeper. What is it that this thing's going to bring you? 
And it doesn't mean you can't have like, like superficial stuff, right? Like we all have superficial stuff. And if you have like a biomat or something on your list, it's just a matter of saying like, well, what does that bring me? It brings me joy and it makes me feel really good in my body. Great. Yeah. And that's the thing is like releasing that it like almost forces you to release any judgment or shame or guilt. Like if something brings you joy, you just allow it to bring you joy without like the judgment or the whatever of it being less than, you know, something else. So or that it, it can, it's only meant to be like super high vibe or only big things. No, it can literally be everything. It's yeah. just allowing yourself to get really clear on like kind of the why behind it. Well, and I mean, we've talked about this too, where once I got used to this, I was like, this way is so much more fun because sorry. I mean, listen, being specific is amazing too. So <laughs> let me not crap on that. Easier. <laughs> but yeah, it's like definitely easier and more straightforward. But yeah. one of the things that I like, as I was growing accustomed to this being my way and really leaning into it and using it and relying on it, you know, we talked about this, that it becomes more of like a gift at the energy of like curiosity and joy and wonder. And like, I didn't have to constantly be in the driver's seat because I was already taking the action that needed to be taken. You know what I mean? In my daily life. But it's like, oh, I wonder when like, oh, this is fun. And like, for me, love languages gift is one of mine. And so for me, it was like, just, it elevated this energy of kind of like magic, little, you know, fairy dust being sprinkled like along the way, instead of it being something to activate my mind as much, because for me, the specifics would engage my mind too much. And the mind isn't in the field of potentiality or possibility. The mind actually takes away from the pure vibration of what it is that we're trying to create. So the less my mind had felt like it had to be involved, just the smoother sailing all of it was. Right. The better for like all of us, like, okay, like just get out of here. You're not helping anything. Yes. And there's this part with the non-specific and with specific, but a little bit more so in the non-specific of surrender because you're not controlling Mm -hmm. what's actually going to end up coming through for you. Right. You might have an idea of what the car is that you want and the universe might be like, and actually this is the car that's perfect for you. Better. Yeah. Right. And so it's allowing yourself to remain open to whatever comes through and however it comes through. So if money is a thing that you're wanting to call in and your mind is in like, okay, but it comes in through my business, right? Like I want a hundred thousand dollars this month. It comes through through my business. That's just logical, whatever. And what if this month it comes through a check in the mail from a friend or from family or inheritance? Like, is that something you're going to block or is that something you're going to receive? And so it's allowing yourself to also remain open to however it ends up coming through in all the different ways and not saying, no, it can only come this way. It, It can come any of the ways. And if I'm presented with something, right. Say somebody comes up and is like, I want to give you $10,000. Cause I just want to, and I love you and all the things. And I'm like, I'm so a no, I can't yeah. accept that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's where I have to do the work. Mm-hmm. So then it's looking at where and seeing like, where am I blocking the receiving mm-hmm. and how can I do the work to start opening that up too? Totally. So that's where like, I feel like a lot of us can be like, Oh, specific feels easier because you get to kind of be in the driver's seat more. And there's such magic in the non-specific because of the things you just don't know, because at the core of it, you actually don't know what's best for you. Let that go and allow the universe to know what's best for you. And just say like, I know that in my core and my bones and my soul, I want this thing or this thing's for me. And I'm going to let go of, 
of what exactly it looks like and how it looks like. I mean, I have an example not for myself, but also for a friend of mine who just manifested her property and there's this whole story. They've been trying to do it here. Nothing like everything's fallen through long story short. They just like, it just came through their offer, got accepted all the things. Oh, and it, it was moving from being specific to being non-specific and just seeing what happened. So I love that. yeah, it's magic. Like it's literally magic. And it just takes you by surprise when you allow yourself to be in that energy. No. And I love that. Cause like the way that you said it, like there's neither one is like good or bad, but you can find the joy in either one. Like it's super, I mean, I'm like, hello, it'd be nice if it's just easy. And like <laughs> I say, and I receive, it would be like really beautiful thing, like a B, but yeah. there's also this, you know, there's ease in that. And then there's magic and in, in this non-specific way. So I'll let you go over to specifics. So we get yeah. into that. But for those of you listening, it's like, it's not about like wanting one way or the other, it's accepting your way. And then maximizing that and not resisting it and learning to roll with it a little bit more. So it's leaning into who you are yeah, and letting go of the conditioning of trying to be or being something you're not. Yeah. Is essentially all of what life is about and human design is about. And why I love it so much, because like you were saying, it's something that's black and white that gets to explain why you've always felt the way you felt and then gives you that permission to lean into it even more. Mm -hmm. All right. So specific manifestation, you've likely kind of under, kind of probably understand through all of this. However, specific manifestation is if that bottom right arrow is facing to the left, you're considered a specific manifester. So all of the, the information and all of the teachings that I've really been a part of for so long that say you need to script your order to the universe are so good for you. Like creating a list of these are all the things that I want and this is how I want them, or this is when I want them, or this is Mm -hmm. what I want them to look like Mm -hmm. is great for you because you actually know what you want Mm -hmm. and you know, what's best for you. Mm -hmm. If you allow yourself to like go into that. Right. And there's not different conditioning or beliefs or limiting beliefs or whatever that are like, no, I don't know. And there's other things that we could look at about that side of it. Mm -hmm. However, at the core of it, you do know what is best for you. And so if we take the car example again, you would say this is the make, the model, the features, the color, the interior color, the maybe the kind of tires I want, the finishes, the price I want to pay, and maybe even like where I want to pick it up from and get really detailed and then get, then just like allow yourself to like really sit in that and visualize it or, or feel it or whatever. Cause not, we're not all visual beings. So I'm not going to tell everybody to visualize, like if that doesn't feel good to you, but however you can like sit in your own stuff of Mm -hmm. like what you want, do that with the specifics, with the details, and then allow it to come to you. And again, it's all about looking at where you may be blocking it. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's too good to be true? Mm-hmm. If you have that belief, then maybe it's not going to be able to be able to come through because you're not allowing it to come through, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't feel worthy of it, or you don't feel deserving of it. And so I'm not saying that the, if you just do exactly what I just said, either if you're specific or non-specific, all your things are going to come through like that. Unfortunately, that's not exactly how it works because there's deeper layers to it, right? There's all the other stuff that like the blocks that we we can put in place Mm -hmm. that keep our manifestations at arm's length, the worthiness, the deservingness, the allowing the safety, all of the things that can then get into the place, which is what Molly's so great at, at being able to recognize and then help you break those down. 
so that they can come in. Break through. Break through. But mm-hmm. you have to understand from the get-go at the core of how you're meant to even do it. If you're going after something in a way that's against you, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have zero blocks, you're still not allowing the things to come in because you're trying to maybe control it too much or you're not controlling it enough. And so it's allowing yourself to even from the get-go be approaching manifestation in a way that's actually going to help you. So the guided visualizations that say, get really detailed and put things in technicolor, Mm -hmm. do that. Like see that car and the color and you driving it and all the things like that's perfect for you. So those who are specific, I've only, I think met one person who was specific, a manifester who was like, oh my gosh, really? I've always just been like this or better universe. And I'm like, what? Cool. Like, that's amazing that that's like all the the things that you've heard growing up because that was like, I've never heard that until like recently. So amazing. And let me give you permission to be more detailed and specific. No, I was like cracking up when you shared all this because I had a visualization of there's like kind of a well-known manifesting teacher out there and like one of her things I did and not to knock it, but you know, you like write out your desire. It was a ridiculous amount of times daily and my hands wouldn't work. You know what I mean? And then it was so funny because after I was like, I didn't even want that damn thing anyway. You know what I mean? Like the thing I thought I wanted that I got like hand pain over and that's like, write it out, right? I like, there's just be so much forcing. And I, what I love about this is it kind of teaches you to flow with your rhythm of it. So can I ask you, cause we've kind of been on like the fun side of, mm-hmm. you know, manifesting and visualizing and what that looks like on yeah. either side, but how does that apply to goals? Like being specific, because I come from the HR land where I don't believe this yeah. anymore, but it's like, you know, smart goals, specific measurable action, blah, 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 you know, Ugh. so yeah. You have your one-year plan and your five-year plan. And like, <laughs> that always gave me excited. Like five, I don't know, five years. I don't know what I'm doing in a month. Like, don't ask me what I'm doing in a year or five years. Yeah, totally. But, some, but other people that really serve. So I'm just curious, yeah. like how you would apply uh-huh. the specific, non-specific to kind of like strategy or goals, you know, related to life or business. Thank you so much for this invitation. Cause I love this conversation too, uh, especially being like an entrepreneur and being in that space and like understanding all this now too, being like, oh, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Okay. So this little arrow talks about manifestation. It also talks about strategy, right? They're a little bit similar. So if let's start with left facing, if you're a left facing arrow, so a specific manifester in this arrow specifically, right? It means that You are somebody who likely feels really supported when you have the projections and you have the one month plan and you have the one year plan and the five year plan and like what you're working towards and all the things, especially now, hopefully this isn't muddy the water that much, but especially if you're somebody who has a defined identity center or G center, which is the diamond in the middle, Mm -hmm. you have a true sense of direction, like sense of self, and you have a left facing arrow. Like give yourself the structure of where you're going or what you're working towards and the goals that you want to achieve and what that looks like in a year and two years and three years and four years and five and 10 and whatever, because that's going to help give you that direction of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> if you're a right facing arrow, like we are, maybe that these questions of like, what are you doing in a year or five years have always given you anxiety? Cause you're like, I don't know. Like, why are you asking me such hard questions? 
it's because this isn't good for you. You're meant to flow more when it comes to your strategy. So I'm not saying don't have any plan because that can serve some and not serve others. I'm somebody who needs some structure. No, like I have a roadmap, I would call it, but there's lots of turns I could take on that roadmap. You know what I mean? But I focus more in the three months at a time, even though I have like a year kind of to play with. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Well, you are more laid out than I am because I'm like, well, let's see what I want to do this month. (laughs) Like, well, we'll see what I'm going to do next month. But when you're right facing, when you're non-specific, your strategy is meant to flow more. So if you have been like, oh, no, and I went to business school. So it like makes me laugh even more. I hated creating business, like business school, like didn't always make sense to me, but it made the most logical sense because I was living in my head at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. But I was like, oh, like a business plan projections. <laughs> like, why would we want that? Who knows what's going to happen? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. And now I'm like, oh, well, duh, it doesn't make any sense because this isn't who you are. Yeah. So if you have a right facing arrow, whether you have a business or not, your goals in life are not meant to be like, like so far into the future because, and so detailed, right? You're meant to flow more with them. Give yourself some guardrails. I just took a deep breath as you were saying that, right? (laughs) But give yourself the permission to allow everything within the guardrails to maybe look different day to day, month to month, year to year, whatever, quarter to quarter, and just see how things go. Be it remaining open to even the goals changing themselves or what that bigger picture looks like. And if you have a defined identity center and you have a right facing arrow, you're likely going to have more structure within this, these, this, your strategy, your goals, your plan, because you do have a true sense of direction and sense of self and kind of where you're going. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you have an undefined identity center, which is again, the diamond in the middle of your chart Mm -hmm. and you have a right facing arrow, this is me. So mine's undefined. So yours is undefined also. And you have a right facing arrow. You'll likely find that creating these like big plans or like having lots of structure within for you to flow maybe doesn't feel good. And you want to, you want to flow more from month to month, quarter to quarter, mm-hmm. because that feels better for you. Having a smaller chunk of time that you're curating your goals, your, your actions, your life towards. So it's allowing yourself again, likely one of these things has resonated more with you mm-hmm. than the other. And it's likely because that's, what's the truest at your core. You may be somebody who is setting very clear goals all the time and has a really strict strategy and all the things, and yet you're not specific, but you do that because there are so many coaches out there that say you have to have them. Otherwise you're not going to fulfill your goals. I am here to tell you that that is not true based off of my own life. And knowing like who I am and how I go about things. And there's so many different things within your chart that are going to point towards other things as well of how likely you are to like stick with things or how disciplined you are, how motivated you are, how consistent you're going to be. And so this one arrow doesn't dictate everything. It just dictates this part of things there. You're a whole person made up of so many layers. And this is one part of that layer. It's giving yourself that permission to lean into more, whichever one 
is most resonant and seeing how that maybe aligns with your own human design chart and see like, are they the same or not? Yes. And I love how you just frame that because, so I run a group called Magnetize and Emma comes in once a month to give us some, some gifts related to human design. And that is, this is just one arrow. And like you said, there's interplay that goes on, but you know, what I work so much with women on is, you know, all of society, like we're raised with certain culture, cultural norms, um, some ways of being some things that are right, some things that are wrong. And so we're at this point in society where we are breaking free from some of those. And so my hope with hearing even this today is just to take a step back and to see like what resonates with me and what doesn't. And where have I been kind of doing the opposite of what I heard today? And does that feel aligned or not? And where could I play with something different and how would that feel aligned? So just taking this and taking a step back and going like, I give myself permission to break some rules that maybe I've learned in the past that really don't work for me. And that this is like my book that I'm creating that I get to follow and I get to write, you know, so that's the intention of today. Um, um, anything else that you want to say before we wrap up? I mean, there's so many there's things so much. that I, I could go on, I but I just, I, I really hope that this helps somebody, at least one person step more into who they are, yeah. because I know me, like when I heard this conversation for the first time it changed my life and it gave me so much validation and confirmation of what actually was right for me versus what I believed was right for me. Cause everybody told me that was what what was right for me versus what was actually right for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this mental ping pong ball game that happens in our head. Like Mm -hmm. this feels right. This is what I'm told is right. And we flip flop back and forth. And this, I think removes a lot of that wasted energy that we spend doing that. Yeah. And, and I invite all of you to just play with it for the next couple of weeks and see what, what does it feel good? Does it not feel good? Are you noticing that there are blocks like, oh yeah, I totally like, I understand this, like the essence of why I want this thing yeah and I don't feel worthy of it. Yeah. Great. Whole that's so thing. good to know. Like yeah. that's where you get to do the work now of like working on building that worth. Uh, yeah, there's like this whole thing called the spleen center and I have (laughs) every single one defined except one, which is about fear, which is why I do what I do. (laughs) Fear and anxiety. They're fun there. That's a fun center to talk about too. But that's Um, the other side of that is intuition. So anyway, um, we will, we will end this here. Um, I will drop Emma's contact information below. And also, you know, she guest presents regularly in my magnetized group. So feel free to reach out to me if you have questions about that. But otherwise, thank you so much for being here. I always love riffing with you. And I've learned so much about myself from um, our conversations together. And I hope each of you did from this. And we will, we'll be back again someday soon to talk more. 